things are going up and things are going down. This is the MCOC Me Podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Hope everybody had a great day. I just got done with a neighborhood bar, uh, party with some friends. It was a blast. Very good food and great times were had by all. So, very thankful to be with good people today. But, we also have some new stuff that's happening in the contest. We've had some new buffs, some new content has dropped today. So, I kind of want to talk about some things that are either trending upwards or trending downwards. And I did a segment like this last month and I've decided to make it a reoccurring thing because the contest is always changing. It's organic and there's always different variables that will affect either certain champions, certain quests or certain events. So I have a couple things listed here and I kind of want to talk about what is going up and what's going down. Starting off with going up. Mr. Fantastic, he got a new buff, which has been really really cool to play play with he's got more persistent charges his fury buff hits a lot harder and his debuffs last longer i've seen a lot of players that are ranking him up as a rank three six star or taking him all the way to rank five as a five star it's really cool and there's a lot of really good videos out there right now that are going to sway your decision and make it a lot easier uh g kelly 26 actually put up Two really amazing videos. One is against 6.2.5 Mordo, and another against Darkhawk in the Abyss. Go check those out. But what's going down? Invisible Woman. Out of the whole Fantastic Four group, she's kind of now become the quote-unquote weakest member. I do love her as a champ. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, this the Fragile debuff that she will uh place on the defender while she's in, while she is invisible it's really cool and the more that you stack these fragile debuffs the more damage she's going to deal however we all know what the thing can do we all know what the human torch can do and now mr fantastic has kind of made his kit a lot better so unfortunately that kind of puts invisible woman at the bottom of the ladder there but all hope is not lost for her i'll explain here in a little while. By the way, if you don't know what Fragile is, Google it. It's hysterical. Going up, Black Panther OG. One of my favorite OG champions has received a very good rework with new animations. His bleed output is great. His attack damage is greater. And he's kind of been dubbed now the new Bleed King. Uh, I'm glad to see that a lot of players are taking him out on a lot of really cool fights. They are ranking him up. They are awakening him, etc. Uh, I like seeing the, oh, a very good OG champion get some, some love and get kind of a fresh start, if you will. I have a feeling he's going to be moving up on the tier list big time. And I haven't gotten to the new skill Cavalier EQ quest yet, but I have a feeling if it's anything like how it was last month, he's probably going to be an MVP for it. What's trending down? Or going down, rather? Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen. The more skill champions that are receiving really good reworks and buffs, the more that Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen... Sorry, Daredevil Hell's Kitchen's buff looks kind of worse. I mean, Falcon, Mole Man, Kingpin, Crossbones, and Black Panther OG, they're all more desirable. Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen had a lot of potential on paper, but then once it went live, it's a lot of players were kind of meh, and they were very disappointed. 
Um, he hasn't really kind of moved up on the tier list. He's actually, I think, still, I would say he's kind of either in neutral or he's going to be trending down soon. And that's not really good for a WeWork. So I feel bad for Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen, but I do like taking him out on arenas and all that stuff. But maybe there's some use out there for him if I, you know, there's got to be. But we'll see. But anyway, I still kind of feel bad that he's in that position right now. Going up, the skill class. With new buffs, with reworks given to Falcon, Massacre, Kingpin, Mole Man, Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen, Crossbones, and Black Panther OG, as well as... Two new champions, Jabari Panther and Shang-Chi. The skill class has jettisoned up in terms of potency and power. I used to think it was kind of an imbalanced class, but now there's a lot more champions in the solid god tier category on Seton's tier list. And players now have more options. I feel like the skill class used to be kind of like Aegon, Fury, Blade... Gwenpool, Killmonger, and Stealth Spidey. Like, those are your bona fide MVPs. But now, there's many more options to choose from and a lot more fun options as well. What's going down? The tech class. Uh, this is kind of a, an interesting thing to talk about because they really have not had exciting champions that have come into their class. And... The Hulkbuster buff was awesome. It was, I mean, I have Hulkbuster as a rank one, six star and a rank four, five star, but other classes have been growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, And also like, you know, the buffs that have happened for say Civil Warrior and Howard the Duck, they've been really cool. But the other buffs that kind of came in the same time that they were getting theirs have, their players are more inclined to those. And that kind of stinks for the tech class because, you know, there's a lot of fun champions there. Star-Lord, Gilly, uh, Guillotine 2099, Warlock, Ghost, Stark Spidey, uh, Hulkbuster, like I said, Guardian. I mean, there are some fun champions, but I, I just feel like other classes are growing vertically. And they seem to be kind of driving with... They're, they're kind of like driving with the brakes on, if you will. And if you understand... Which song and band reference that's from, you get bonus points for that. Also, a big thing to take into account with the tech class is that last year, they only had one champion that was new, and that was Guardian. So far this year, two. Psycho Man and Silver Centaurian. And both are kind of eh. So the tech class is eh. They're a little weak right now, but things can change. We will see. Trending up, going up. Act 7.2. I'm very excited for this new piece of content as well as a lot of other players because 7.1 was so overwhelmingly positive. I loved it. I can, and we can only hope like as a community that 7.2 is going to be as good if not slightly better and as or more rewarding. I loved how the, this content was laid out. I didn't find it dull. I found all the, the boss fights to be a lot of fun. I found the pass to be a lot of fun as well. And once you kind of figure out what makes each note each node tick, you're going to be just fine. And for players that haven't gotten to 7.1 yet, you should really try to get into that. However, what's going down? Act 6 and Act 6 Exploration. And this may be a little controversial, but hear me out. A lot of players do have to cross that bridge eventually into Act 6 in order to become Cavalier, get part of the Thronebreaker criteria met, 
and get access to the Cavalier monthly EQ and ultimately Act 7. However, Act 6 can be a bit of a crucible for certain players. There's a lot of restrictions on certain pathways. There's some tricky nodes. There's some annoying boss fights as well. And that's all there for you in Act 6. Plus, it's very, very big. All the maps are pretty huge, so you will find yourself spending a lot of energy, a lot of time, and a lot of resources. Act 7 is kind of the opposite of that. Everything is more straightforward. There aren't any like champ restrictions. The fights are more manageable. So I think if you've already done like your first run from Act 6.1 to Act 6.4, you've beaten the Grandmaster, you've done all that stuff, I would focus on Act 7. But that's just me. Everybody's different. Uh, going up, the inability to sell champions. I love this new feature, and I love the fact that the game is saying you can't sell champions anymore. It's great. Early in my MCOC days, I was guilty of selling champions, but I learned very quickly not to do that because once you sold that champion, you got them again sooner than later. And, you know, the duped resources are very cool to get. Just take them. They're there. They're free. But there's also some kind of big picture consequences when you do sell your champions. Like, for example, in Variant 4, you're using six-star champions all the way down to one-star champions. And if you don't have ones or twos because you sold them, you're kind of screwed. Also, the fact that there's a uh, featured arena this month that is all about two and three star champions, if you're lacking on those, well, you better go out and find them because having a healthy balance of two and three star champions make arena grinding very, very easy. And it's a lot more fun. So I'm glad that you can't sell champions anymore. Plus, you should learn like what makes your champions tick. You should learn how each champion works. What's going down? The people that are complaining about selling your champions. Because if you're upset that you can't sell champions anymore, you're playing the game in the wrong manner. All right? Sometimes you're going to get the champion that you want, and other days you're not going to. That's just the nature of the game. That RNG is really tricky. However, whenever you get a new champion, don't sell them. I mean, I know you can't anymore, but back then, like, just learn what makes them tick. Figure out which champion does and doesn't work for you. And then soldier on. And just kind of have them stabled. And then take the duped resources. It's easy. It's fun. Um, going up. Cavalier Monthly EQ. I feel like the Cavalier Monthly EQ is kind of finally starting to hit its stride. A lot more players have jumped back into this piece of content. And also with the rewards, including a T5 Nexus, it's very enticing to kind of do a full exploration on it. The new nodes have been kind of revolving a little bit and evolving. And they're not as bad. Not as complicated, and they're more fun, and also more champions get a chance to shine. What's going down, though? All other monthly difficulty exploration and possibly entrances. Last month for me was the first month in a while where I just didn't explore 100% uncollected. I got done with Cavalier, did the whole thing, and I'm just like, eh, I'd rather focus on other pieces of content. I was more busy doing uh, some exploration in the side quest. And, I don't know, I, I just kind of felt like doing some grinding, trying to get some units, and just trying to amass some shards because I'm doing a big crystal opening for my birthday next week. Uh, unless you're, like, kind of really trying to knock out those, uh, the solo objective for the event quest completion, uh, go ahead and, you know, jump into the other difficulties. But I feel like once you kind of do Cavalier, you're pretty much set. But every player is different. Who knows? And then, finally, what's going up? Luke Cage... Invisible Woman, 
and She-Hulk. Now, I said Invisible Woman was going down earlier, but she's going up in this reason. Now, hear me out on this. The Science Cavalier EQ note has kind of changed a little bit this month. Instead of the Vexing Blight, in which uh, the attacker gains a Fury buff whenever they remove a Poison debuff, now is an Exploit node that grants a Fragile debuff whenever a Fatigue, Exhaustion, or Weakness is applied to the Defender. It's pretty much a field day for Luke Cage, She-Hulk, and Invisible Woman. Invisible Woman especially because if you start the fight invisible and you can just keep stacking those Fragiles, you're going to deal a ton of damage, fire off that special two, game over. Just saying. And I'm, and I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with the other uh, class nodes in, in the Cavalier Monthly EQ as well. I've been kind of busy today. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow for a gig, which I'm pretty excited about. So I haven't really explored all that, but I'll get to that. But what's going down? Unfortunately, Red Hulk and OG Hulk. Rest in peace to the former Science Cavalier EQ champion in Red Hulk. He was a lot of fun. He got me through a ton of those paths and with barely any resources used. And there was a very fun OG Hulk cheese synergy with the Silver Surfer that Karate Mike showed everybody. I loved it. I took my rank three five-star Hulk last month with that synergy and just cleaned house. Can't do it this month though. Maybe that'll change, but it was fun while it lasted. I hope it comes back. But anyway, that is it for tonight's episode. Hope everybody has some really good plans this weekend. Uh, I'm going to try to do a episode while I'm in Chicago. If uh, I get around to, I'm going to be a little bit busy doing a, uh, a gig with major league soccer. It's going to be a lot of fun, but anyway, this is the MCOC me podcast. Take it easy out there. And as always call your friends, call that special someone, check in on them. Tell them you love them. Cause you never know how far a phone call will go. Good night.